Now, the Silver Cross, which is also known as the Memorial Cross, was first authorized in 1919. It was given to mothers and widows of Canadian soldiers and sailors who lost their lives in active service. Now, more recently, rules were changed, so all service-related deaths could be recognized, and up to three crosses could be awarded to a service member's family. Edmonton's Lisa Scamahorn-Eads wears that cross in honor of her husband, Sergeant Sean Eads, who died in Afghanistan on August 20th, 2008. It was his third deployment to Afghanistan with one combat engineer regiment. He was a senior explosive ordnance disposal technician. And Lisa joins us this afternoon. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you for having me. Oh, Lisa, thanks for making time for us this afternoon. Tell us about Sean. Tell us a bit about Sean. Um, Sean was very career-oriented. He started out quite young, actually, as an air cadet okay. um, when he was young. And then uh, he moved on to regular forces, as you said, as an engineer. And he loved his career and what he did. But he definitely was a family man. Whenever he was home, he was home. Um, when he was away, unfortunately, he was away, but he always made time for his girls and for our family. He was, uh, he, he loved being a soldier, didn't he? Yes, he did, very yeah. much. And he loved being a, a, a husband and, and a father to his kids. Yes, he loved playing with them for sure. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, when we take a look back um, in those days following uh, his death, so August 20th, 2008, what do you remember? What do you remember of, of that time, Lisa? I remember being extremely numb. Um, it's very surreal. You almost don't believe that it actually happened and it's happened to you, your family. You never think you're the one that it's going to happen to. Um, it was hard because I had children as well and I had to make them the priority. Um, I had a lot of help, especially from my sister, Nicole, um, so that I could make, you know, the decisions and the priorities that I needed yeah. to make. When you, you know, and, I, and I've talked with, you know, other friends who um, have lost loved ones um, in, in Afghanistan, and they, you know, some of them had those conversations, um, you know, before before deployment. Did, did you have those conversations? Did you have those conversations about what happens if and, and what to expect when that knock comes on your door? Because there's nothing that can prepare you for that, Lisa. Absolutely. We were one of those families that we did have that conversation. Um, some don't like to have that because they think that it's, you know, kind of jinxing themselves, yeah. I suppose. But um, we did have those conversations. And one of them was that he wanted to be buried out in Beechwood in um, Ottawa, uh -huh. um, which we did make happen. Um, he, We were living in one of the military quarters, and he wanted me to buy a house with a big backyard and a swing set for the kids. <laughs> which I did and um, another thing is he wanted me to stay at home with the girls so you know we had you know stable parent in the home at all times so I always said if they needed a pencil at school I was here to drive it over to them. <laughs> Lisa the, the girls were, were quite young when Sean when Sean died. Yes they were very young they were just uh, three and six three and six and uh yeah. and boy they're all grown up now we were looking at pictures on the weekend uh of them how how do you keep sean's memory alive with them 
Um, a lot of stories, actually. We tell a lot of stories, um, things when they were little and the things he would do. And um, just they like their birth stories, actually, from their dad. <laughs> and because we were grateful that he was home for that. Sometimes they're not home for that. Um, just stories when he was away and just silly things, you know, that he did. Lisa, he he was deployed to Afghanistan uh, three times, and um, you know, at any time, was there? I, I think I know the answer to this, but I, I'm guessing that at no time, actually, I'll answer the question for you. At no time was there any pause on on his on his part of saying, "Hey, you know what? I, I don't, I, I can't do this." Yes, there was actually. Really? Um, yeah, there was actually on his last tour. The one he passed away on. Um, he did come home on his leave of absence, and uh, he was actually scheduled to go on another tour after that. And he just said he couldn't do it. He couldn't do another one. Really? So, yeah. And, and what was it at that point for him, Sean? Was or, or Lisa? Was it was it being away from from you? Just the the tempo that he was involved with. Yeah, the tempo he was involved with, just the things he's seen over there and been involved with trying to, you know, make things better and mm -hmm. being away from family and it just made it really difficult. When you look back at what has happened in Afghanistan over the past 14 months, and I asked uh, Brigadier General Graham this, uh, the same question off the top of the show, when you take a look back at uh, the 14 months recently, what goes through your mind, obviously, with the sacrifice that your family has made and, and, and so many other families have made? I was extremely angry, actually. Mm. Um, I was on holidays when we watched it all unfold on TV because it happened so quickly. Um, I really thought, you know, what was it all for? What were they there for when it got all, you know, destroyed so quickly? Um, I thought, you know, did he die in vain, you know? Um, but then I had to realize things like they were occupied for 10 years. Girls could go to school for 10 years. Mm -hmm. They didn't have that before. Um, so thoughts like that had a big impact on me to change my perception of it all. So that was have how you, I felt have, about that. Have you made some peace with it now, do you think? Um, yes, I've made some peace with that now for sure. Lisa, what do you want Sean to be remembered for? Um, just personal things like as a, you know, his interests and who he was as a person, not necessarily through the military, but, you know, he was an amazing father. And, you know, whenever he was away, he was away. But whenever he was home, he was home, you know, always playing with the girls. And he had a passion for military, or sorry, martial arts. Yeah. Um, he was a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was a Freemason, which he really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest running jokes is he never had a hair out of place. Even when he passed away, it was still in place. So you got to have a little bit of black humor about things like that. So, <laughs> Oh, Lisa, um, how do you remember him? I remember him with his big toothy grin, mm -hmm. how he lit up a room no matter what he was doing. Sorry. 
So right, I was looking at that big grin at some on some pictures earlier today, and boy, he had a smile. Yeah, he definitely had a smile. Um, he just was really dedicated to his family and, you know, to his brothers in arms. If they ever needed anything, you know, he was always there, drop of a hat. You know, if somebody needed a tire changed in the parking lot, he was there to do that, you know. Um, I wanted him to be remembered, you know, for his dedication, you know, to the military and his bravery, you know, that he was willing to lay down his life, you know, to protect others. That's, I think, really important to be remembered for. Lisa, where will you be on, on November 11th? What service, what do you do, and what, what is that day like for you now? Um, I'm going to be at the Kingsway Legion service. Um, I'm usually at the Butter Dome, but that's been canceled this year. Um, so I will be at the Kingsway Legion. Um, I will be laying the cross, or sorry, the wreath for the Silver Cross, mm. or the Memorial Cross. Um, it, Remembrance Day is always a really big emotional buildup for me. Um, and then when the day comes, it, you know, I actually enjoy going to the Legion afterwards and yeah. meeting up with all his friends and hearing all the stories of him and, you know, especially with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> I get to hear all his stories. So One, one more question, Lisa. You're ta- you, you, you mentioned that you're, you're laying the, the wreath on uh, behalf of Silver Cross recipients at the Kingsway Legion tomorrow. Um, I know that you have done that um, at, the, at the Butter Dome ceremony o- over the years what is that like i mean there I, i've got to believe that there's there's a weight to it there's uh there's there's a magnitude that goes along with it looking at the sacrifice of all of those who have come before i see laying the wreath actually is a really huge honor um to be able to do that um my perspective's a little bit different in the sense that it is a weight um in the sense that I want to bring recognition to not only the fallen soldiers, but, you know, to the families that are left behind as well. Um, that's my sentiment on it. Lisa, uh, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for sharing your family story, and thank you for letting us know more about your husband, Sean. Thank you so much, and um, as always, your sacrifice. The Silver Cross families that I've known, in this community, and you've heard me say it many times, have taught to me about um, grace under pressure, and yes. and uh, and it's and it's an amazing thing uh, to watch your strength and your grace under pressure. So thank you for that. Thank you, Jalen. I appreciate that. Lisa, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Lisa Skamahorn Eads is the widow of Sergeant Sean Eads. Uh, she is the recipient of the Silver Cross. And if you're at the Kingsway Legion uh, service on, on Friday, you will see her lay that wreath on behalf of other Silver Cross recipients.